0: An entitled old Karen throws one of her objects at me that she was trying to check out with in the line at TJ Maxx. And not only did she cut my arm in the process, she then tried to lie about the entire situation, painting me as the bad guy and calling me an idiot. Things got so bad that we even had to call the police just to try and mitigate the situation. Here's what happened. So to start things off, I work at TJ Maxx. And yesterday, a stupid entitled customer threw a yellow spiky ball that we sell at the store Directly at me in a fit of rage, and the one we sell at TJ Maxx must either be made or manufactured in California, because on the backside of the price sticker, it had a Prop 65 sticker, meaning that this product was found to give you cancer or birth defects in California. So to rewind a little bit, this entitled Karen comes to my register. She's about eighty to eighty-five years old, but really she's old enough to know better than to do what she did. She grabs it from the card and shows me the sticker. She says that she doesn't want the item because she doesn't want to get cancer from it. Thinking I'm being helpful, I politely explained to her that it was just very likely the item wouldn't be giving her cancer, but that the state of California legally has to display those stickers on the items, especially if they're made in that state. For context, we live in North Carolina, so I can't really fault an older person for not knowing California law. This lady then suddenly flips a switch and starts screaming at me. She says, I said I don't want it. Don't you dare try to force me to take it. I do not want cancer. Then, suddenly out of nowhere, this entitled Karen hauls back and throws this spiky sphere directly at me. Now, these things weigh less than a pound, but it's a ball covered in metal spikes, and it was thrown pretty hard at me from a distance of maybe six feet. So the spot where it hit my arm has some dotted scrapes on it, and where it rolled down my arm also has a line of scrapes. Honestly, my cat has done worse, and it's already fading, but still, I couldn't believe that she did that. Now, because it was still early in the workday, the The line wasn't very long. So when she started screaming at me, it went quiet. And so the associates in makeup, handbags, and jewelry, as well as the few customers around us, all stopped what they were doing to see what was up. Meaning I had about 12 witnesses to her throwing the item at me in the first place. And it's right about then that I'm pretty sure this old entitled Karen realized what she had done. Because she went quiet, she dropped her face, and started unloading the cart. But I wasn't gonna take this sitting down. As I escalated this to a point where the police got involved to deal with this entitled Karen. My co-worker had come right down as the ball was thrown, so she got on the headset right when it was thrown to get the manager, who also came running. In the melee, the manager misheard and thought I had punched a customer or something like that. But we set the situation right when she got up to the front. She asked the old lady why'd she thrown it, and the old lady says to her, I told the little idiot I didn't want to get cancer from it, and she tried to make me buy it. If she had just shut up and done her job, I wouldn't have thrown it at her. Now, up until that point, I was fixing to just let it go. I was going to refuse her service, and the manager probably would have asked the lady to leave without service as well. But she decided to call me an idiot, and then act like I was forcing her to buy a cancer-causing object. I very quickly told the manager, all I did was explain why the sticker was on the object in an effort to ease the customer's concerns. I was never trying to make her buy it, but the entitled old Karen said, you're a liar. You little brat. And then she claimed that I wanted her to no longer be alive, which is honestly crazy. My manager then asked me what I would like to do next since she sees that I'm injured. I told her to please call the police because I'm not about to be assaulted by anyone, but especially not for something as stupid as this. And wouldn't you guess it? The entitled old Karen begins to beg and cry, pleading with us not to call the police. The entire time she's wailing on and on about how I'm the one in the wrong. I was trying to make her do things that she didn't want, and I was just a mean person in general. But here's the kicker. She is still unloading her shopping cart. This entitled Karen seriously thought she was going to be able to purchase her items. She even asked me why I wasn't ringing her items up. Anyways, the cops show up, and there's two cruisers and four cops. One of them takes me to the side, and the other one takes the entitled Karen over to the other side. My manager takes the other two to the office to show them the security camera footage. Now, here's the thing. I had witnesses, and I had an injury, so it was kind of cut and dry. The cops asked me if I'm sure I want to press charges, and I asked them if I actually had a chance of the lady getting punished, or would a judge just let her go because of her age. The cops said, I actually have a pretty decent chance, and based on the old lady's conduct, a judge probably wouldn't be too favorable, especially considering that I'm pregnant in a county that's red as a fire truck. They told me she opened right up to them, and admitted that she threw it at me. And a few minutes later, when they read her the Miranda rights, she admitted to having thrown the ball again. They said that her confession coupled with the camera footage and all the eyewitness accounts, the judge might not even need to speak with me. They took pictures of my arm, got my contact information, and said I might get a call, I might not get a call. Because it was Tuesday, this entitled Karen would probably get a quick bail hearing, but she'd probably just be released on low bail or no bail. Chances are, even if her lawyer sucks, she'll probably get a slap on the wrist. And to top it all off, I made the cop laugh. When I asked if I could do the wrist slapping, preferably with the same item she threw at me. What in the world is wrong with people? This lady went from like zero to a hundred really quickly. This entitled Karen literally straight up threw a fastball at this lady, all because they were just trying to help them out. Like, there's no reason for that. There's no reason for people to get hurt, all because this entitled Karen wants to be weird. So hopefully this entitled Karen got more than just a slap on the wrist, because you can't go around hitting people like that and expect to get away with it. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going Going to love Am I the Genius? Check it out, link down below in the description. Our neighbors of four years have turned their front yard into a junkyard, and I'm so tired of looking at it, I seriously don't know what to do. So we live in a cul-de-sac and are pretty friendly with our neighbors. The house to the left of us, a family of five, do not maintain their property in the slightest. The side yard that borders ours is disgusting. The man is a hoarder, so he is constantly trash picking and keeps it all in the side yard for us, and anyone that visits. Visits us to see. We went as far as spending over a thousand dollars installing a privacy line of trees that haven't grown much, by the way, just to have some kind of line. And honestly, everyone else on our block makes sure that our properties look nice. We spend time, energy, and money to do this. Aside from the junk, which includes old chairs, bicycles, basketball nets, broken trampolines, huge piles of brush and weeds, as well as random metal things that no one would even know what it is. Aside from all of that, There is standing water, and now a tent, meaning four posts and a tarp, has been put up. It literally looks like a homeless shelter. The side of the house is covered in Lowe's Tyvek, and this is from when he started a project three years ago. My husband and I don't know the best way to approach it. The thing is, we want to remain on good terms, and we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. However, they know it looks bad. They even joke about it looking horrible, and we have also insinuated that yes, it looks really bad, but they don't do anything about it. I want to call the township, and my husband wants to have a conversation, but we don't really know what to say. Also, as a side note, time and money is not an issue for these people. They are constantly out getting drinks and doing things, as well as buying all sorts of things. I swear, every other day she is posting pictures of her getting drinks and food with her friends, which irritates me even more. She gets her nails done, her lips done, she gets tattoos, and she goes to the gym, but if you have time to do all of that stuff, why not just clean up your yard as well? It's all so very frustrating and I seriously don't know what to do. Yeah, that's really disgusting. The fact that you're living next to someone who doesn't take care of their house and they just don't care about the outward appearance of things is really toxic in my opinion. Like sure, if you want to collect things and you want to have some kind of system where you refurbish cars or junk metal or stuff like that, there's a time and a place to do that. But storing all of that stuff on your front yard for the entire neighborhood and your fellow neighbors to have to deal with is honestly so weird to me. And it's so inappropriate as well. I think it's really a catch-22 at this point because if you're good enough friends with them, there is a chance where you might be able to have some kind of conversation with them. But it really depends on how they would react. Is it someone where it's worth having some kind of conversation and being like look, you're lowering everyone else's property value. Is there any way we can help you clean up? And then kind of just go from there. Maybe there's a future where they might be willing to take some help from you as well as someone else you know and just help them clean out what they don't need. Or you could even use the side of the house as an excuse to be like, oh, look, your house isn't done yet. Is there any way it could help you finish it up? And then maybe weasel your way into also mentioning, hey, there's a bunch of garbage on your front lawn. Could we also get rid of that? But obviously in a nice way, because what I said I think would probably come off as really rude. And then maybe go from there. I think the original poster has the right idea, though, as well. You could just call the township and see if they could take care of it. Getting a call or a note or some kind of violation from the township very well might be the thing to get them off their butts and start cleaning up the junkyard that is their front yard. So hopefully this all works out for you because I can't imagine having to live next to that every single day and still trying to maintain some kind of property value in the long run. My girlfriend left me after six years of being together and I am now beyond devastated and I seriously don't know what to do. So I met this girl, we'll call her Kate, that's not her real name, while I was going to college. She had a mutual friend who introduced us and we headed off on Snapchat and went on a movie date. This girl really breathed new life into me And a few months later, I asked her to be my girlfriend Things were awkward at first But a few months later, we admitted that we'd fallen for each other We were seeing each other every weekend And sometimes during the week to watch movies Go on road trips Or simply just to be in each other's company Life was amazing However, she was a rave girl She loved to go out with her single friends on the weekends To go to concerts and events I was always anxious, but I trusted her And I never told her that she couldn't go I really wanted her to enjoy herself We took a lot of vacations together We went to Italy, Spain, and then the Netherlands together Sometimes even with her family We had a lot of memories and I felt so welcomed by her family When I was 21, I was diagnosed with a rare spine condition Since I was 18, I had a lot of back pain And I started to feel my legs lose coordination It turned out to be a cancerous tumor inside my spinal cord And it had done some damage I got surgery, learned how to walk again, and got radiotherapy I knew I had to beat this to get back to her side and to help build our future together. She was so supportive of me. I couldn't thank her enough, and I wanted to spend the rest of my life with this girl. However, I noticed she never wanted to go on any dates with me. She just wanted to sit in her bedroom and watch TV together at the weekends, or just go out with her friends. It's like she never wanted to have fun with me. She made such a big effort with them, but I never mentioned it. I never stopped her from having her fun. Fast forward to last week, and she had been going out multiple times times at the weekends and didn't have any time for me. She went out clubbing six times in the space of a month and I hadn't seen her for nearly three weeks. I asked her to plan a dinner together and she was very sarcastic about it. On Valentine's Day, I surprised her with flowers and a box of her favorite chocolates and she got nothing for me. I was feeling deeply neglected but I was still madly in love with her. She promised that she wasn't going out for two weeks but I got a message before I went to her house. She said to me, you're gonna hate me but I've been invited to a works night out tomorrow so I said to her it's fine I'll just see you tonight bearing in mind that we were just gonna sit in and watch TV together the fact that she's had more days out with her friends in the past month than we've had in the last two years was honestly crushing me she seemed distant that night but we still held each other and talked and all the other stuff we normally do Saturday morning came and I was ready to leave but I couldn't get a response out of her she was buried in her phone so I kissed her goodbye and I left later that night I get the awful we need to talk. Message Right as she was going out. This filled me with immense anxiety. She then said she will do it when she's sober the next day. I thought that it was a horrible thing to do. She struck fear in my heart and left me with it all night. The next day, I go to her house and we talk. She was hugging me and tearful. I knew what was about to happen. She told me that she loves me, but she's not in love with me. I broke down. I had to leave. I went to my car and I started screaming. After everything I've been through these past three years, things just keep getting worse for me. I go home and I was howling. My whole world was falling apart. I spent a quarter of my life with this girl and now it's over. She said she was feeling this way for six months now and never told me. In my head, that just meant she checked out of the relationship before leaving me. So she's pretty much over it. It took her less than 12 hours to remove me from her bios. It crushed my soul. My chest felt tight and it was as if I was carrying a block of ice in it. It's been nine days since she's left and I gave my all to this girl and I would do anything to make her happy. She even admitted that she didn't want to go on dates with me as she didn't see the point. Since she is an extremely attractive girl, it won't be hard for her to find a new man. The thought of her with someone else is absolutely destroying me inside. I feel as if she is toying with me. She sends me a Snapchat after a few days of no contact. I reply and she just ignores me. She's turned so cold towards me. I have literally never been so low in my life. I can't get her out of my head. She's all I ever think about. I try to keep myself busy but I can't escape the bad thoughts. I never did anything wrong. I wasn't controlling. I never glanced at another woman. I was supportive and loving and I still lost everything. She was my world and I doubt she's coming back. My confidence is at an all-time low. I don't think I'm attractive and I can't see me ever getting over her. I'm afraid that I'll be alone forever now and I seriously don't know what to do. From the sounds of it, it really does seem like you're in the thick of it. You just broke up with this girl that obviously meant a lot to you, and it sounds like she did this in a way that was really really toxic. And honestly, I'm just so sorry you had to deal with that. It's not fair for you in the slightest, because from the sounds of it, you really did everything right. You tried to make sure she was happy, you tried to make sure that you weren't controlling, and you tried to connect with her on multiple occasions. From the sounds of it, you were a good boyfriend. You probably did everything right, and it doesn't sound like you were going behind her back, and you weren't doing anything to try and cause her to check out of the relationship. So at least let that be your silver lining in the situation. But overall, maybe just give it some time. This situation is obviously very fresh in your life, so it's understandable that you're really going through it. And hopefully one day, with all things considered, you can move forward and find happiness in your life again. Because honestly, you deserve it. I caught my girlfriend texting her ex-boyfriend, as well as the fact that she was deleting the history, just to try and hide it from me. And now, I seriously don't know what to do. So I I had been casually seeing a girl for four months until we decided to make it official and exclusive at the start of this month. Things have been going great. However, one day while I was over at her place, I had seen she had gotten a phone call from her ex-boyfriend, which she brushed off as him being crazy and wanting her back. There was an incident a few days after we became official where she checked my phone and found DMs from back in November, which is when we first started talking, where I exchanged some flirtatious messages with someone I knew from college. Knowledge. she blew up at this situation as well as with a few other dms that she found from that same time period and basically considered ending our relationship right then and there she was upset because when she asked about some of these other girls in the past i just described them as being friends would i be heard about that too sure however there was plenty of evidence and even more recent interactions with those same women where i either ignore them or gave them dry responses her checking my phone like that however got me a a little suspicious of her, and I know it's toxic, but a few days later, I decided to check her phone to see what she might be hiding. My curiosity about her ex, given that she had received calls from him, led me to search for his name, only for me to find messages talking about how she actually saw him late in January and even hung out with him to celebrate his birthday. She wrote to a friend saying that they're going out and they're getting some food, which she explained meant her, the ex, and a large group of friends. However, I really wasn't sure what to believe." given that she had lied about them hanging out to begin with. Regardless, this had happened before we were officially dating and exclusive, so regardless of how upset I was, I decided to let it go, given that I myself wasn't super clean before we started dating either. Flash forward to a week later, and she's been acting really strange with me, saying that she's feeling off and sees us differently. She starts talking about how her timeline in life was to get married and have kids in the next two years, and mine is in the next four or five, so she doesn't feel good about waiting that long which is totally understandable stuff but we did discuss it and put it behind us. Later that same day I'm having friends over for a housewarming, and she gets a little too intoxicated and goes to bed early. By the time I say bye to my friends and clean up a bit it's around 1 30 in the morning. I walk into my room and I see her asleep with her phone just out of reach from her hand. I then notice that she's gotten a few text messages from her ex. I know it's wrong but it was so late that my intrusive thoughts got the the better of me. I see two messages sent at 30, responding to a message that she had sent that I couldn't see because she deleted it. She actually went as far as to delete these messages from her recently deleted folder as well. He was using that iMessage feature where you reply to a specific message so I could see that she had sent him something that night, but I unfortunately could not see the contents of the message. I lost my cool and searched more through her messages to find recent messages from her friends telling her to block her ex. And even a message from back in January where she was complaining that her and the ex didn't spend any quality time that night, if you know what I mean, all because he found out about me. The worst part about all of this was that I replied to the ex-boyfriend with a question mark and I sent it through her phone. And I did that because I had no context of any of the conversations I was seeing. He then proceeds to message me back asking why I'm up so late and if I plan on picking him up or should he Uber to her place. Her ex-boyfriend was so casual about this as well. Asking for an Uber or trying to set up some kind of plan. It all just really set me off. So I continued to play along and I asked him to Uber. Well, as it goes along, we're actually at my place, not hers. And by the time he arrived there it was already 4 in the morning. At that point I just put her phone down and I saw the string of calls he had made after arriving. Is it my proudest moment? No. But I regret nothing. The next morning when I confronted my girlfriend about it, she says the usual that it's not what it looks like. She claims she only texted him to share some recent changes in her life that would legally allow her to get married in the next two years. She then tells me that she kept talking to said ex as he was sharing his plans to buy a house soon and that he apparently told her that he wanted her back and that she could move in and in two years they could be married and have kids. It turns out this legal issue that she had was the main reason why she and her ex broke up because they couldn't get married because of it. She's claiming though that all that doesn't matter to her and that she loves me so much and that she'd rather be with me than follow the timeline that she had set in mind. But none of that really sits right with me anymore. And to be honest, I don't know how I can trust anything she says now. Honestly, writing this all out shows me what I should do. But I do really love her. And outside of all of this messy stuff, we really do make each other happy. We've spoken on end about our futures together. I even met her parents and there were plans for her to meet mine. Is it possible to move past something like this? Could you ever trust someone again after they did something like that? I'm struggling to feel like I ever could and I seriously don't know what to do. For me, this is an absolute deal breaker. If I was in your shoes, I would be breaking up with her. This is not something I'm going to take sitting down. She's going behind your back and talking to her ex-boyfriend and I seriously don't believe a single thing that she's saying. So hopefully with whatever decision you make, I really hope you think about your own good because it sounds like she had some other plans in mind and those plans absolutely did not involve you. Thanks for